1: Good morning and welcome to Petro Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. On this Monday, it is uh, September the 11th, uh, the anniversary of 9-11. Uh, just uh, to let everybody know, we'll be doing a very special edition of the Half Empty Cup. You're not going to want to uh, miss it. Uh, Jason's been doing this uh, for a number of years uh, I'm excited to to be a part of it. Uh, we won't have Joey with us today. We normally have him on Mondays, uh, but he's out there, you know, like always, right, getting more certifications uh, so he can be uh, even better uh, when it comes to helping you uh, keep your money out of the banker's hands. Joey's number 602-909-9048. Uh, but, Jason, uh, it's going to be a busy week this week. Uh, we've got CPI. We've got PPI. We've got retail sales. Uh, we, we're going to have uh, UAW uh, in strike updates. Uh, China's going to be dumping a ton of data. So there's going to be uh, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, but over the weekend, uh, things getting even more... And again, this is kind of what we're seeing here, this battle, I guess, if you will, uh, between, I guess, we'll call it the U.S. and its allies, right, and the rest of the world, right? Hey, if you do something America doesn't like, you get put on the naughty list. And we know that, uh, you know, countries like North Korea, Iran, Venezuela, right, Cuba, we know the list. Well, the U.S. government confirmed that it it seized a million barrels of crude oil from Ila- from Iran that was allegedly bound for China. Uh, th- this uh, this happened last week. The Department of Justice confirmed. Well, I guess I think it was Friday, uh, September. Uh, it, it confirmed that the United States had seized a shipment of. Crude oil from the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. So, I don't know, somehow China's military did it. Uh, but, but Jason, obviously, crude oil pushing $90 a barrel, uh, and, and none of this needs to be, right? We, we, we could do this. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, someone convinced him he canceled a bunch of oil leases uh, last week in Alaska. Uh, and now today, Russia announced, hey, you know what, not, not only did we cut oil shipments, we're now going to cut diesel shipments starting effective immediately. Uh, Jason, it sure looks like the, again, the the era, the era of abundance is over.
2: Yeah, I get people that will uh, roll their eyes at me, and they don't really believe me when I tell them that uh, the world system, you know, there's not really any Russia versus U.S. There's not really any China versus U.S. I know the news, you know. You keep watching the news, they'll tell you how we have these enemies. But, I mean, Joe, think about this. If these, if these were competing so-called uh, adversarial countries, then why does the United States stop producing oil? And Saudi Arabia is cutting back on producing oil. And Russia is cutting back on producing oil. And all these countries, just all at once, well, we just can't seem to get it out there. We're just going to cut back and not produce it all at once. Don't you think if there's a competing system, somebody would take advantage of getting a bunch of their oils to the market and beat out the competition? Isn't that what a competing system would do? But people can keep on disbelieving that all these countries' central banks are working together. I'm not saying Russia's government and America's government are working in tandem, but the central banks that control both entities are hand in hand. It's just the way it is. People need to understand this. This is a chess match that was going on for a couple of hundred years, and, and, and checkmate was declared about a hundred years ago. It's just gotten to the point now, Joe, where now we have to we're going to watch the uh, the fruits of 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 this that uh, that these very rich, very powerful men of uh, the system they've concocted. And uh, yeah, oil oil prices a hundred and fifty dollars a barrel next year wouldn't surprise me a bit, Joe. Boy, I hope not. Uh, that, that, I will say this. I haven't
1: seen that yet. Uh, there's a bunch of, weren't there some uh, oil weren't there some calls above hundred. Weren't,
2: weren't there some bets last, last year that were placed at $200 a barrel? Remember that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. has it happened yet this year, but it's getting closer because a lot of bets now north of a hundred dollars. Uh, a barrel, we'll have to wait and see, but again, tensions wrapping up at the same time. Kim Jong-un, North, Korea, uh, North Korea's leader, he's on the train, because uh, he doesn't fly, Uh heading to Russia, so I'm sure uh we'll have plenty of things to talk about, but the big news, it's going to be inflation. I will say this, I'm being told, now, I'm trying to confirm it, but the sources that are, are putting this out there I highly trust. They're saying that this inflation report is going to have a new formula. So the, the, the Federal Reserve does this from time to time, but this one is kind of interesting. They're going to give more weight to health care costs, which... Obviously, with the way health care prices have gone, makes a lot of sense because it takes up a lot more of the budget now. You know, everybody knows. So we're 20 years ago. 20 years ago when I started, $250 a month was our health care cost for me, me, my wife, my two kids. And we had the $5,000 catastrophic, right, you know, we had to pay the first five grand, 250 bucks. Well, now we're down to my wife and I and one kid. Uh, We're at $10,000 in catastrophic, and it's $1,300 a month. So if this is right, my guess will be we may have a hotter inflation number than most people expect but I haven't been able to, to confirm that, that it's going to happen. I don't know if it'll be this meeting or not, but something to look out for. We'll be back after the break. 800 951 Joe and Jason, on this Monday, a quick look in at the markets. The Dow's up 20. The S&P's up 12. The Nasdaq's up 70. Uh, gold's up three. Silver's up five. Uh, crude oil, uh, it's been up and down today. Right now, it's unchanged, uh, right? 87.91 on crude oil. The 10-year note uh, coming in at 4.29 in change. And Man, if, if, I, if this is right, and by all accounts, you're talking about adding three, maybe four-tenths, to the inflation number by simply weighing—it uh, just tells you how far behind they are. Weighing medical costs more appropriately. Let's just call it what it is. The, the 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 horse is already out of the barn, but it's going to be something where listen, the higher these rates go, the more problems there are going to be. We're going to play a clip here in a minute about. The unrealized banking losses, about bank runs, about deposits continuing to leave. You all know, I have to tell you, we're all just waiting for when the shoe drops again. When does the next slaughter happen? Right, we live in a boom and bust cycle. This is why we've been encouraging everybody. Obviously, you got to get your gold and silver. You got to get out of the banks, right? That's why you call Joey. Get your money at a non-bank institution somewhere where it isn't uh, traded on Wall Street. It's not publicly traded either. If you can believe that Northwestern Mutual, I mean, they're huge, and yet they don't want no part of Wall Street. And then you got our friends at Y Refi. Think about this. Hey, you can just take a certain percentage of your money, get great returns, great returns, and actually do something good, right? Instead of, well, gosh, you know, I hate it, but I got to buy Apple stock. I hate it, but but I got to buy uh, Tesla, or I got to buy Microsoft. I got to, you know, my my broker's telling me to buy Budweiser, right? All these things that you, you know you don't stand with. Right? Why we, refi it, it helps the people that have been really sabotaged by the banking industry. We know the student loan industry. This thing's a scam. I mean, who the who in the right mind allows eighteen to twenty-two year olds with no jobs to borrow forty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars? Make grandma and grandpa, mom and dad co-sign, and the second they don't land that job right out of college, they put them in default. That's where Y refi comes in and you get great fixed rates of return up to 10.25 percent fixed rate what does that mean well let's let's just say the fed's got to go to seven eight percent interest rates Wall Street falls 30 40 percent guess what you don't have to be afraid to look at what's going on with Y refi the numbers aren't going to change. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can compound it. There are no fees. Now, you do need a minimum of $50,000. That is the minimum. But here's some good news. You can use an existing IRA. Check them out. Invest Refy. The word invest, the letter yref com, Or call them at 888 888- why ReFi24? And, and Jason, I know that we've got a clip that we're going to be playing here. Very and it really even isn't really that quiet. It's quiet because the TV doesn't want to tell you about it. It's quiet because Wall Street's still at you know thirty four thousand So people think that everything's okay. The people that actually know what's really happening continue to pull money out of our financial system because why what because it's healthy because it's in great shape i mean really you're going to tell me that silicon valley bank and signature bank and these other banks that even after the financial crisis and dodd frank and too big to fail and putting it all on the depositors were still allowed to happen
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 absolutely happening, you know. And and it's and it's not a uh, just isolated to America having some financial stress. Like I said earlier in the show, this is a worldwide economic system now. So when when America goes bad, everybody else around us has to suffer. But when the rest of the world is also having trouble, America will have trouble too. And then and the banking the the, the withdrawals and the cash leaving the and It's the biggest bank. This isn't medium sized. This isn't uh, Silicon Valley. These are the biggest banks that are now competing with each other to try to snag their their biggest customers away from the other banks. You know, there's there's, it's, there's, some, there's some wild stuff going on. The amount of deposits that have left the banks in the last year is unprecedented the most ever, Joe. 2008 is not even close to what is happening. And here it is, right, Joe? It's, it's happening right before us. Yeah and and it continues
1: to happen. Uh they don't want to tell you about it. And of course don't worry when you when you go to the Fed to see if it's true or not. Well, don't worry cuz they actually listen to this. They try to seasonally adjust deposits so they 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 act like it's not ha- How do you seasonally adjust deposits? Either the money's there or it's not there, right Jason? <laughs>
2: Well, and this information that Michael Cohen's going to talk about, it's, it's coming from their, their information. It's their numbers. So it's not like he's reporting uh, something that's uh, refuting the, the powers that be. He's just saying, well, this is what they're telling us. And like you said, Joe, the, you know, we're not, no one's supposed to understand economic information. From, from kindergarten through college, they don't teach this stuff unless you directly want to go learn it. And then, once again, now, is there any classes on this stuff, Joe? Not really. You kind of have to be a, a self-interested person and want to know how things work so that you can kind of dodge some of these arrows, so to speak.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, do we have that clip ready?
3: Yep. Yeah, let's let's listen to a few minutes. It's only about five minutes, five and a half minutes. Let's listen to this. Wow! 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 Look at this, everyone! Again, this is not clickbait. It is happening right now. It is time to wake up and pay attention. Global banks suffer 1.55 trillion, or should I say 555 in deposit flight in one year as JP Morgan Chase and financial giants fight for wealthy clients. So that is exactly right everyone. The big money, the smart money, the insiders, they're pulling out their money at the fastest pace not since 2008 this is the fastest bank run we've ever seen in u.s history so let's dive a bit deeper into this report but then i've got more charts to show you from the federal reserves themselves that this is happening and it's just getting worse so listen to this everyone new numbers on the global banking system are shedding light on just how much money depositors have pulled out of their bank accounts in the last year and guess what people it will shock you according to the latest data from the federal reserve of st louis u.s banks have faced 605 billion in deposit flight in a year but remember that's just the u.s this is happening globally because listen to this total deposits at banks in france germany spain italy and nordic regions Dropped by about 950 billion in 12 months, according to data compiled by S&P Global Market Intelligence, bringing the grand total across the aforementioned countries to 1.55 trillion in deposit flight. So, everyone, are you starting to get the picture here? A lot of the big money, the smart money, the wealthy money—they know what's coming. There's obviously something very, very big coming because of how much debt is in the financial system, because how indebted countries are right now, because the huge losses these central banks are facing they know a huge crisis just around the corner it's just a matter of time so as new customers pull their money out of banks in search of high returns wealthy clients are now doing the most damage to the bottom line of american banking giants and exactly what banks are those well that's jp morgan chase Whilst Fargo, Bank of America, and Citi all reported deposit outflows in their wealth management divisions in the second quarter of this year, but guess what, people? I've got more proof and facts to show. You. It's not just the big banks. This is happening with small banks as well. It is happening on all scales because listen to this report, everyone. Small US banks are suffer biggest deposit outflows since the SVB crisis and money market inflows soar. So we can see with this chart here, total bank deposits on a seasonally adjusted basis are plunged by 70 billion last week to its lowest since May. So this is very, very worrying because while 70 billion isn't much for the big boys, 70 billion from these small banks, we're going to see more bank failures. Now look at this next chart here. We can see large bank deposits are at their lowest. Lowest since April 2021, and small bank deposits are at their lowest since July. But that's not all, everyone. Look at these two charts from the Federal Reserve proving that this crisis is just getting worse. So, look at this, everyone. We can see this deposits from all commercial banks. We can see in Q2 2020, they absolutely skyrocketed, but now deposits are plunging. And do you know what this is? This is the emergency uh, bank term funding facility program that the Federal Reserve created in uh, March 2023 the banking crisis and look at this this is pretty much a bailout facility for the banks and we can see even after the march crisis we can see this facility is hitting record after record every single week with banks pouring 107 billion dollars which has to be paid back in six months. So banks are facing big, big issues. So they're gonna be cutting costs wherever they can. And what they're doing right now, uh, Chase Bank is going to be closing more locations. So look at this, Bank Buy, Chase Bank is closing five locations in the same state that customers want to make plans to secure their money. Well run. I hate to break it to you, but once you deposit money in a bank, you're now unsecured creditor and that money is no longer yours. So listen to this, as banks undergo a digital transformation, Three JP Morgan Chase bank branches in one state have prepared to close their doors forever. So I recently did another report this week that shows not only is Chase Bank closing a lot of stores, we're seeing this with Wells Fargo, pretty much all banks are closing stores. We're seeing thousands are closed every single year and i think by 2025 it's going to be very very difficult to go into a bank so jp morgan chase filed paperwork to shutter three branches in washington state in the coming months these closures come as the banking industry grapples with a pivotal moment raising questions about the future of brick and mortar banking in an era dominated by online transactions and mobile apps but what exactly happens once these online transactions no longer work this is starting to happen more and more frequent i'm having a lot more outages with my bank uh what happens if all of sudden you know there was an attack on the grid we're seeing geopolitical uh, tensions rising right now this is something that could definitely happen we still do need brick and mortar stores we still do need cash in case of emergency but of course they don't want that at all They want it to go fully digital, so when we do see a huge bank run in the hundreds of trillions, well, you won't be able to access your money. JP Morgan, the arm of the bank conglomerate, tasked with asset and wealth management, investment banking, and corporate banking, is set to shutter its own locations. And like I warned about earlier, JP Morgan is not alone. Four other major banks are set to shutter a location in Washington in the next few months bank of america wilds fargo u.s bank all filed paperwork to shadow locations in the state so everyone this is absolutely massive do not believe the mainstream media do not believe these analysts on wall street do not believe the bankers your money is not safe in the bank we are on the cusp of a huge financial crisis we're going to see Mass bank failure is happening very, very soon. Yes, this is very slow to pay out, but we do see the warning signs all around. And if interest rates keep going up, if these bonds on these banks' balance sheet, these mortgage-backed securities and these commercial mortgage-backed securities keep on falling in value, and people keep on trying to take their money out, especially the wealthy, while well, we're simply going to see more banks go under. But everyone, if- there you go. It's almost like listening to the Australian Joe Aikwin show. <laughs>
1: You know well, and again, he's not wrong, right? We're we're, we're watching uh, all of these banks cl- uh, closing branches. You know, we, we talked about it. Uh, I want to say it was last week. Uh, we're going to have close to two thousand branches closed in twenty twenty three alone. About uh, in by the at the end of July, we're already over uh, twelve hundred. Branch closures. And part of the problem is the unrealized losses keep growing. Yep. As interest rates yep. rise, these losses get worse. Uh, the uh, Wolf Richter, uh, he does uh, Wolf Street, uh, The Martins, Wall Street on parade. Uh, go to these sites, you can read about it for yourself. But the FDIC, Said unrealized losses at commercial banks rose another eight percent in the second quarter, now just short of six hundred billion dollars of unrealized losses. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. I just got an email. This is a a really good opportunity here. Uh, one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagles, uh, the, the, the premium here. This is the lowest premium I've seen so far this year. Uh, tenth ounce Gold Eagles is all, premiums are always double digits, always. Uh, and then they can get, you know, at the peak here, you can have premiums of 20, 25% on 10th ounce Gold Eagles. But uh, right now they're, they're on the website at 260. I'm going to get them updated here. Uh, one through 49, 245, a roll of 50, buy and buy the roll, 50 or more at 240. Uh, so a huge opportunity here on the fractional gold market, and especially with a digital currency coming, man, you want to have more than ever, you know, because I'm always a big, hey, listen, I'm buying gold to hedge myself, protect myself against the dollar, uh, and I, I, I want to pay low prices we all do but now you got to think about what's coming and and re- the realities are because it's going to be digital because they're going to have even more control over what you can and cannot buy uh having things to barter with is going to be even that much more important and the same rule applies why pay 260 when you can pay 240 right why pay 260 when you can pay 245 800 951 Now, let me tell you what's going on here. Really simple. Last week on the Half Empty Cup, Jason and I broke down, you know, the, the the Fed created all this money. And the banks, especially during COVID, had tons of it. They had at one point accumulated almost $2.5 trillion in extra Deposits. In other words, hey, we've got extra money that we got nothing worth loaning it out for, right? because normally the bank would want to loan it out. Well, we got nothing to loan it out. That went down to 2.2 trillion in July. We just got an update at the end of August. It was down to 1.5 trillion in falling. And of course, when that money runs out, and at the pace that it's going, by by February of twenty twenty four, it'd be zero. So that means the Fed's got to do something before it gets to zero. So we we only got a few months left there. And of course, the government keeps spending money like drunken sailors. So they've been taking. What have they been doing with that money? Well, some of it they're losing as the deposits are leaving, but a lot of it they're buying the extra treasuries that we have to sell. They're the buyers. On top of this, the banks are sitting on massive losses. So to give you an idea, because I know what a lot of people are thinking, well, the losses had to be so much worse in 07, 08. The answer is no. Because unrealized losses has to do with interest rates. Interest rates were zero then. So the banks really didn't have a ton of unreal, even though the market was cratering, unrealized losses didn't even get to $100 billion. And between that time, right, and this 15 years of zero, The only time really outside of one little small time that the banks had unrealized losses again was the temper tantrum. Remember 2019 right before COVID, right? The 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 Fed was trying to do, right? They were trying to do quantitative tightening. Well, unrealized losses spiked to $700 billion. And of course, that's when we had those banks go under. So a lot of that got wiped out. Well, guess what? In the latest quarter, it has shot back up again. Unrealized losses. uh, By the way, Wolf Street, Wolf Richter, $558 billion. Now, here's the thing, though. Okay, So that's up 8%. So we had the bank failures. uh, When they started failing, we had unrealized losses drop two quarters in a row. They've now shot back up by 8%. But here's where the bad news sits. Wolf Richter said, "Hey, that was when the 10-year note the yields, by the way, this was through June. From March to June, the 10-year note went from 3.47 to 3.84. That that made the losses worse right as as bond yields go higher, the losses get worse." Of course, Wolf Richter now says, "Listen, the 10-year note Right? 427. Really, now it's like 43. So unrealized losses are going to be up dramatically again. Now, it will probably hit the second highest levels ever, uh, only right before the last time the banks collapsed. So, Jason, we're really dealing with a couple of issues here. The banks are running out of all of this excess money at a time when we're issuing tons of debt. Yields keep rising, which means the unrealized losses keep skyrocketing. And we know when they get to that $700 billion level, Jason, people start to freak out again.
2: Well, I uh, find it interesting that the... uh the six hundred five billion dollars in you know money leaving the banks, the unrealized losses. Uh, you know, I know that it's over the course of a year, but it's kind of interesting how the reverse repo is drained about the same amount in the same time, or in in recent months, because you know it's more complicated than just that. It is all pluses and minuses, but it's kind of interesting that they you know they built up the uh, reverse repo and now the, uh, the the losses we're talking about have accrued over time over the last months. That uh, well, that seems to be where they, you know, about the same amount of money they pulled out of the reverse repo, probably to cover those those losses. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting to watch that, Joe. As as when that reverse repo goes to zero, that means these banks don't have, at least in this facility, a bunch of cash sitting around t- right. to keep things floating. It really just feels like well, a timed event, Joe. It really does. Yeah, and again, without the extra cash, these unrealized losses
1: look even worse, right? Yep. Because at least right now, while well, you got unrealized, but you still got a lot of cash. Right? You still got no extra coverage. cash. Let me give you an example of what we're talking about. If you, if a bank, let's just say they bought a million dollars of 10 year notes at an auction in August of 2020. That's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. About a million dollars, right? And you got to remember, they're forced to buy these things. Let's, let's not, let's not forget. You know, part of Dodd Frank right we can't trust the banks they make bad decisions so we force them to buy a lot of treasuries and a lot of mortgage-backed stuff if they had spent a million dollars right now it would only be worth that million dollars in ten-year notes would only be worth seven hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars they lost a quarter million dollars and almost lost 25 percent and three years of unrealized losses. That's kind of what we're talking about here. 800-9510592. Jason and I can wrap it up 800 800-9510592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. We got a couple of lines open. Uh, the 110th ounce American Gold Eagle, big sale today. Uh, 1 through 49, 245. Right now, gold's up four nineteen twenty nine. It's going to be a big, big data week. Uh, Next week is the Fed meeting, so this week we're going to get the CPI and the PPI, and then we'll get the Fed meeting next Wednesday. We all know they don't want to raise; they want to do the pause. Well, they want to do the every other month thing because that's what they did before, right? They skipped a meeting, then raised. They want to skip a meeting and raise, right? That's kind of what they want to do. Even though uh, we think that the number is going to rise because there's going to be a change in the cost of health care, uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned for that. But one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagles, $245.50 or more at 240, dollars 951, 0592. I've now got it up on the shopping cart if you want to order online at all. AmericanGold.com. So, the unrealized losses, we're going to be really, really close to back to where we were when SIV and Signature went under. So we we had declines as those banks went under. And of course, remember, Credit Suisse got bought out, right, uh, as well. So we had two months of declines and all of a sudden, up eight percent and we already know this next quarter is going to be even worse because rates have gotten even hotter right it went from three what three four and change to three eight and change now we're talking about three eight and change where are we going to be four three four four could we be four five right i mean we're going to have huge numbers here at the same time Cash keeps disappearing. Right? Deposits keep disappearing. One of the big reasons, just go to the reverse repo. You can see it. Just since July. Seven hundred billion dollars gone. Just since July. I mean that's what that's that's three hundred and fifty billion dollars a month uh, that are coming out. And and Jason at the same time the auction sizes continue to get bigger right the fed we right we're we're starting to choke on the debt here uh, i'll say this quantitative tightening is probably coming to an end very soon because there's just they're they're not going to have the ability to do it and this is the number i think we're going to hear a lot more of especially in the next say, 60 to 90 days I think you're going to hear a lot of talk about uh, quantitative tightening coming to an end, which is really going to be bullish for gold and silver prices.
2: Right. You know, one of the things that people ask is, well, how, how come the stock market is, isn't, is like, showing a lot of stress or crashing right now? And I'll just keep pointing at it. If you're these big, huge financial institutions and you got money parked at the, uh, the reverse repo, that's the easiest way to shore up losses, which is what they're doing. But when that's empty, Joe, and we'll see what they do or how things change, but, well, that they can just liquidate all their other assets, which could be in these big companies that they have stocks in, in, Joe. So, you know, that's why I keep saying that the reverse repo going down to zero is kind of like a, a lit fuse, and once it gets down to zero, the, the bomb kind of blows up. And that's where you – they don't have money, Joe, that they can just grab from the reverse repo, and, and if, if the Fed's not giving out the money freely, you know – then uh, they'll just start selling everything, and so the stock market will just it'd be, it'd be smashed. You know, housing will, will probably start. To, we'll see a sell-off of almost everything, Joe. If as long as the Fed isn't giving out the money now, if, if the reverse repo gets down to zero, and things are kind of still floating after that, then I'm going to be wondering, well, we're you know they're losing, they're losing. Well, they're still you know they got to still be losing. Where why why hasn't things started uh, going down? So so yeah, you're right, February-ish, Joe, and we'll watch that reverse repo. We'll watch it because if things get kind of just see. are sort of okay at that point, then somebody's putting some money somewhere. We'll know it. Well, Japan, their 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 equivalent of
1: Jay Powell was out this morning. Uh, the Japanese ten-year note, .71, way above that half percent that they said they wanted to be, uh, and, and he is uh, let everybody know. Get ready for higher rates in Japan. I don't know how that works. I mean, because the central bank holds all the Japanese bonds. I mean, those unrealized losses are going to be massive. The UK yeah. central bank is sitting on a hundred and forty uh, billion dollars of realized losses because they've been selling at losses. That that England, the UK, they're going to have to add that to their deficits. Jason, this whole storm is coming together, and most people don't even know what's happening.
2: Yeah, and, and that's what this show is here for, and this is why gold and silver is, is a great way to protect yourself. You save whatever you got. You know, if you if you don't get some hot tip on an investment, either some local business or some stock or some cryptocurrency or something that you think is going to be really good, if you don't have something you got your eyes on to grow your money, you know, Uh, then you got to save your money, and and gold and silver is the place to save your money. You know, when the the waters get rough and go up and down and and, and it's a wild ride, gold will ride those waters just fine. You know, if if, if things get inflated to the moon, gold will be inflated to the moon, and uh, you will be protected with your savings. You may not become rich on holding gold, but if you need to sell an ounce of gold to buy groceries – uh, it's 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 going to buy you the full amount of groceries as, as to when you bought that gold versus it was just sitting in your account cash, you know. Joe, if you if you had you had a hundred thousand dollars sitting in your bank account in 2019 going into 2020, and you still have that hundred thousand dollars, that digital number is still there. What are you buying? Maybe seventy thousand dollars worth of stuff now. Maybe even though yeah, the number's maybe. the same, right? Yeah, maybe. When we get back at the grocery store,
1: this is what's happening. Small and medium-sized companies being wiped out. Uh, this in the food section, your choices getting less. We'll tell you about it when we return. 800 951 10th ounce American Gold Eagles. 1 through 49, 245, 20 or more. Or I'm sorry, 50 or more. A whole roll, 50 or more. $240, so if you bought a roll of 50 today, it's only $12,000, and I say only. Uh, you know, it's so funny, I know the, the Y2K package uh, that my uncle had put together, I want to say originally it was $1,200, and it went to $1,600. Uh, you know, just since then, they're now $12,000. Uh, that just tells you, right, man, what 1600 Dollars used to buy you in nineteen ninety nine. You need twelve thousand dollars today. That's unfortunately that sounds about right. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Very quickly, Kroger. Uh, they've been in talks to buy Albertson Safeway. Uh, they have agreed twenty almost twenty five billion dollars, but they're going to sell four hundred stores to get it approved. So they're going to get rid of 400 stores. They're selling it to a wholesaler. C&S Wholesale Grocery. Listen to this. This this food company now the buy Bible 710,000 employees, 5 5,000 stores. Uh the the, the the and this is what's happening. Aldi's uh, announced. If you don't know Aldi's, these all these uh they they were primarily in the east coast or a very uh, i would say they cater uh to the lower end in the food business they bought 400 Winn-Dixie and Harvey and Harvey supermarkets across the southeast uh Jason i mean here's what they said well we have to uh to compete with with Walmart so we had to do this uh, and i think this is what you're going to see and we're seeing this everywhere Right, They're just gobbling up and gobbling up. the small and mid-sized companies, Jason, are, are just going to be gone. Because, number one, hey, if, if they're viable at all, they get bought out. Or, number two, everybody knows, come 2024, 2025, these companies aren't going to be able to refinance their debt. And they're going to go away, and they're going to be available for the cheap. I think this is why Warren Buffett's been sitting there on all that cash. He's waiting for it to get cheap
2: yeah obviously the businesses that are uh, in, in a stronger position have a better chance of surviving if if your business is barely hanging on or you're having difficulties with debt and and this is why you'll hear not just Joe and I talk about it but all across uh, you know youtube videos and internet anybody that knows this stuff they've been telling you since 2020 get out of debt 2021 2022 whew, 2021 and 2022 I've been hearing tons of calls to like, get out of debt Pay off the debt. Get, you know, you don't want to be uh, loaded with with the debt payments when this thing happens. Because Joe, nothing worse than having debt payments, especially if the uh, debt can be altered as far as the, the the rates. And then on top of that, you got inflation; your costs going up. Nothing, nothing smashes a business harder than those two things happen at once.
1: Yeah, and that is something where uh, it really is that that double-edged sword, right? Every, everything's more expensive. Uh, and, and now my debt's more expensive. Everything I need to service it is more expensive. And, and, and let's not forget, right, as we sit here and, and there's a battle going on, people are they're battling, trying to hold on to deposits. Uh, and, and at the same time, that reverse repo continues to fall, month after, really, day after day week after week and the emergency facility continues to rise week after week 800 592